And very good morning to you all. Christy and Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie, four past six. How's your little eyes going? You look wrecked, mate. It's not been a good night, man. You look dishevelled. Your hair's everywhere. You look like you're wearing your PJs. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of standard, though, surely. No, not like this. Okay. It's all right. Look, it was... Something happened the other night, and it's continued, and we'll talk about it next time. Actually, I'm on Facebook right now looking for someone to help with the problem. <laughs> um, I'm sure. No, yes. it's true. No, I'm, <laughs> you know I'm gullible with some things. I feel like you always have a I'm, justification as to why you feel the way you do or you're late in the morning. I'm like, here we go. Drama follows me. It does. And now... I'm not even dealing with animals today. It wasn't animals. It wasn't people. Yeah. Um, it's gone up another tier. And right. now we're dealing with the supernatural. Oh. <laughs> we're dealing um, hang on. with the paranormal. You're in a brand new house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. It's, um, oh, look, I'm not with it. I'm sorry. No. I've got to. I'm, I'm actively, I'm on a Facebook page called uh, Ghosts and Hauntings of Australia, and I'm asking for, for experts. I need You're someone. You're an exorcist? I, well, not even that. Turn this happy music off. Turn the happy music off. This isn't happy at the moment. Stop it. I need, if, you, if you're on the mid-north coast and you've got experience with the supernatural, um. and I'm not being flippant here, I'm not being, you know me, can you just, can you get in touch? Because I need to talk to someone about this. 13, 12, 16, we're going to play a song. We're going to come back and I'm going to tell you all about my woes. Yeah, um, I think you need to explain what kind of ghost you think you might have in order to get an expert it's not to help think, you out. It's not think. Yeah. Something's going on. I'll give you the details in a minute. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge. This is Hit. 13, 12, 16. If you um, have had any kind of um, experience with the paranormal, mm. the supernatural, whatever you want to call it, um, I moved into a house two weeks ago, Christy. I know I look like I've had no sleep. I've had no sleep. I've had no sleep. Um, and I don't normally bind to this ball dust, but something's going on. Something's going on at my house. Right. And so yesterday when you got in, you said, pretty sure we've got a ghost tonight. I was joking about it as well. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> and now this morning you've texted me going, We've got a ghost in the house. I'm like, yeah. yep, here we go. Another so, excuse. No, this is not an excuse. Yeah, okay, right. Tell us tell us what kind of ghost you think it is or, well, uh, or you well, believe you saw. Just to, to, I didn't see anything, all right? Let's get that straight. I'm not going to say I saw dead people. Um, I need to go back to the beginning yeah. for context. What's happened is this. Um, yesterday I came in claiming that um, as I was going off to sleep, I wasn't even that tired, um, I turned over and someone slapped the side of the mattress repeatedly. Now, I've got a really good mattress, right? Got yeah. it from Harvey Norman, our sponsor. I'm allowed to say that. And it's one of those mattresses specifically, so if I had someone sleeping on the other side, I would not be able to feel their movement. Yeah. So um, on my side, though, you, you're able to feel a little bit. I sleep, I do sleep more or less sort of on the edge. And... Um, I felt, uh, I turned over and then out of nowhere I felt on the side of the mattress and I turned and I was like, what the hell? I thought maybe Dexter, but like our dog was on that side. Yeah. He was curled up on the opposite side of the bed asleep. Where was Alicia? Alicia was also on the other side of the bed. And I was like, what the hell happened there? What, what's going on? I thought, 
I, I initially I thought, did I drop my phone or something, and did it make that sort of uh, multiple bouncing sounds as it falls onto the floor? But no, I, I hadn't done. Were you part delirious, as in part no, falling no, asleep? No, I wasn't. It wasn't even that far along. I was like, this is really strange. I was, I was and then I was more awake because we we hadn't been in bed very long. Yep. Ten o'clock forward now to last night. Well, no, 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 not even. I get home yesterday, and I didn't want to tell Alicia about it. I told her, and she just sort of stopped. She was doing the dishes, and she just put her hand over her mouth, and she just went, I didn't want to tell you this, but um, a few times since we've been in this house, when you leave for work, including yesterday, she says, I have sworn that you've come back and forgotten something. And then she said, I know that you haven't because I can't hear the car coming back. And also, it sounds like someone's walking on the carpet in the bedroom. She goes, it's a very distinct sound, yeah. walking on the carpet in the room, because the carpet does make a sound. It's crazy. And she said that it has been making her quite uneasy in bed. Um, <laughs> this is this is genuine. You're, you're laughing. I just, it's because it's a brand new house. It's probably been built like two that's, years ago because yeah, I know I what estate you're in and it's a very brand new estate. It is a very, very new house. And I I thought to myself, there is no way that this is, um, there is no way that this is a thing. You know what I'm like. I don't give in to this sort of stuff. Then what happened last night for you to be so spooked out and not sleep? Um... Well, first off, we'd been talking about it, and Alicia thought it would be fun to g me up a little bit and try and freak me out. Well, but you're both going to freak each other out now because no, no, you both no, believe she, in it. She was, she was, she was just making some jokes about it. But then um, I was watching her as she was trying to sleep, and her head was sort of jarring a little bit because she could hear or see things. I'm like, okay, she's freaked herself out. But then I could hear things in the next room, things that were weren't just noises and i was like in the end i i just thought to myself this is how i thought i'd try and get to sleep i just thought if you've got the balls to come out and do more than that then we're going to have a problem if you're just going to bugger around and make little weird noises about the place keep it down you don't you know what i'm like when people wake me up yeah you know ghosts don't talk back yeah yeah well thank god they don't because it'd kick its ass it'd rip its nipples off you know what i'm like when i get woken up Mm. um i've just did some research to find out when your house was last sold Mm. uh may 2019 so i don't know why it might have been sold it might have been an investment property or it could have been a deceased property no it's not deceased it's an investment property you never know you never know why that property was sold in May 2019, that that person could still be in your house. Don't say that. Don't you put that evil on me. Let's play a song. We'll come back. I can't be doing with this anymore. This is too much for Breakfast Radio. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Vodge. The Mid-North Coast's hit. Uh, a little bit out of sorts, as we know, Christy, because... Um, mm. uh, you got ghosts. There's some, there's some kind of problem going on. I can't tell you what it is. It does feel like it might be some kind of supernatural entity. Can you stop playing that music and make yeah, you I get the shivers? To. I have to play it. It's not often that I go on about uh, ghosts and things like that. Um, but I did just tell you, I regaled you with a tale a very recent tale 
of someone slapping the side of my bed rapidly mm. and then me going, what the hell? Like, I was awake and I was like, that's not right. And then my girlfriend, I told her yesterday and she says that um, there's been a few times where I've left early in the morning and she can hear someone or people walking around the house and then specifically in it, in our bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, she got a bit... Um, the reason she was jamming me up yesterday is because I was shutting all the windows and doors. I was checking everything. You were that paranoid. I've never been that paranoid before. <laughs> and I shut the bedroom door and she goes, is that really your tactic? Like, you, you, you keep re- it out. You, you really think that a door is going to stop it? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. And she goes, so a locked front door is probably not going to be. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe they can open doors. Well, I think they just walk through the damn things. Anyway, Chloe from Kempsey's just messaged through and she said that um, I'm on the mid-north coast. I had a ghost experience one time and I freaked out. I was laying in bed going to sleep when these two figures came out of nowhere. So she actually saw them. One was like a black bubble and the other was standing in a white cloak, putting his arm out, telling me to come forward and then just walked into the wall. The black one floated up in the air and laid it beside me and I was so scared that I was frozen, couldn't move, just closed my eyes and went to sleep. I don't know how you could go to sleep. <gasps> Something like that. It's almost like the devil versus the, the angel. I don't, the black yeah. coat versus the white it coat. It does sound like that. And then she also said the ghost doesn't have to be attached to the house because we <gasps> did say the house is new. It could be attached to yourself or your girlfriend and it's followed you guys to the new house. <laughs> did you have paranormal activity Never. Before? Okay, Never. so it's definitely not attached to you. Or was well, it attached to Alicia and you just didn't know? Don't tell me. Is it attached to the dog? No, I don't think it's. You can't attach a bad spirit to an animal, surely. Well, and that's the other thing. Dexter, Dexter sleeps in the room now. I was, I was an advocate for him not sleeping on the bed, and now I'm like, get closer. No, get closer. I I want him. I want him to be able to sense it because dogs can sense stuff, Christy. Well, there's a ghost busting 101 with the five signs to know if you've got a ghost in your um, building, and other than object movement or unidentifiable. Fireball sounds, like you've said, pets make contact is one of them. So I'd be watching Dexter to find out if he's made contact. The other one is unusual scents. Have you smelt anything? I've got a deviated septum. I can't well, smell anything. Well, ask Alicia if there's something that smells strange. Uh-huh. Um, strange technological glitches. Has the TV been turning on on its own? Uh, well, I did sit on a remote once, and I reckon that's what done it. But no, the less, light's been flickering on and off? The, no, nah, but the Wi-Fi, because it's attached to my phone, sometimes cuts out. What about... Oh, but that's not, oh, that's no, not justifiable. Know, yeah. uh, unexplained temperature changes. Is it she fluctuating? Said, last night she said there was a cold chill, but I couldn't feel it. Ah! I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. She said, can you feel a cold, like... Like, can you feel cold wind in here? Mm. And she's like, you shut all the windows. I'm like, yeah, I did. And she legitimately, she said, but she said, babe, it's cold. It's too cold in here. I said, there's no cold. And she goes, how can you not feel that? Can you feel my fingers now? I'm feeling cold just listening to this yeah, I know. story. I need a ghost hunter. I need Constantine. I need Keanu Reeves right now. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Bodge, the Mid North Coast's hit. There I don't know if it's ghost. ghosts. I don't know if it's ghosts. I don't believe in that bollocks normally, but I'm superstitious, um, Bodge. I've had uh, one experience myself. So well, you're um, superstitious. I'm, I'm just regular <laughs> stitious. <laughs> so when you I actually believed what you were putting down, I thought, yeah, no, there's something in it. I've got a Ouija board. You know that. I do not want to go near it. We need to draw that thing out and ask it questions, and that's um, the best way to talk with... Um, throughout the day, 
I'm going to be putting the call out um, to see if anyone else is um, available to chat about this because it's, it's one of those weird things. And um, I will say this, and I, 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 she won't mind me saying it, but um, last night I was laying in bed, and I, I, for those that have been listening this morning, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say um, you know, I, I needed to ask Alicia a question. I said to her, um, and I tried to be nice about it. You thought she was the troubled I, No, one. not at all. I, I just wanted to know because sometimes she's told me in the past that she's been given names. What do you mean? Like just random names, and she's had to Google them, and they've been, you know, um, there've been people who have passed on, and she's gone, oh, and then she's not done anything about it because she doesn't really think about it too much. So they've come to her in yeah. her sleep, and um, she's... no, 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 just in, uh-huh. in general. And um, I wanted to ask her. There was a question in my mind last night, and I don't normally get questions come to me, but I just wanted to ask her the question: Have you been talking to anyone? And I was thinking to myself, why would you think a stupid question like that? Ghosts aren't real. This is a load of BS. It's rubbish. It's not true. And then I'm just like, why do I continually have this question in my mind? Why do I need to ask her whether or not she has talked to someone? And I thought, some ghost is playing silly buggers with us and trying to have a a game between us. So for those that have missed it, we had uh, a ghost slapping the side of the mattress rapidly for some unknown reason. And then when I go to work, apparently um, people are walking around the bedroom and you can hear it on the carpet and it's freaking her out. And we're in a new house. I wonder if she's got more sounds happening in and around her because if she's the, the gifted one, so to speak. Did she answer you? Did you ask her the question? I said, have you had any, um, you know, interactions? I said, have you had any? Stop talking. You're freaking me out. You're doing little whispers and I'm freaked out already. Oh, I said to her, have you had any interactions? And she goes, and she was silent for like five seconds, but it was a long five seconds. She goes, well, yeah, but not for a long time. Ah, What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean, yeah? You need to ditch your girlfriend. No, 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 no. And she goes, it's not like that. She goes, like, you know, I've, um, I've heard footsteps and things in the past and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, okay. So we need to look into this this morning. Yeah. We were meant to do, the, the, the show was meant to be totally different. Uh, yeah. The no, first half hour has been taken up with this, the super, the stupid natural is what I'm calling it. Yeah, thanks to your girlfriend. Well, it, well, it might she not attracts be her. dead people. It might not be her. And, and if you looked at the pair of us, I've done a lot more wrong in my life than she has. <laughs> She's done nothing wrong. And whereas I've done all the negative stuff probably from me. Right, well, like I said, we need that Ouija board and I'm taking it to your house and we're going to find out who's the culprit. Oh, God damn. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge, the Mid-North Coast's hit. Delta Goodrum, the most oh. powerful woman that I know in terms of uh, the musical career and what she's had thrown at her. Do you remember back in 2003 when she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma? Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. she was 18, and she she battled through that, and she's doing great things these days trying to, uh, with her foundation, raising money uh, for for that charity to make sure that uh, people go through the journey like she did and come out good the other side. And Mm. um, a recent issue that she's gone through, you wouldn't even know it because we know that for like nine, ten years she was on The Voice, and that was a constant... Um, season it kept rolling over. Yeah, and um, there. I mean, there was all you know. She turns that chair around more than other judges <laughs> in past seasons, anyway. Yeah, but in the middle of all that, you wouldn't have known she had an issue if she didn't come out uh, recently uh, to reveal um, her little secret in regards to the battle that she had. She was paralysed in the tongue for a full 
No, year. she wasn't. No, she was. So she went through surgery to remove her salivary gland, and the surgery oh. went wrong. And this was back in 2018, in October 2018. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How did I not know about this? Well, she kept it under wraps. She kept it very private. Um, and, yeah, the doctor said to her, um, expect to not be able to speak properly for about a year. And she's come out yesterday to reveal that uh, the true meaning behind her new song, Paralyzed, which was about her paralyzed tongue. Right, okay. No one go out. I'm super embarrassed. She's over it. Over it. Tell us. Trying to stay positive. My livelihood is my sound. Trying to get your brain to talk to your tongue. Maybe I just have to work a bit harder at talking better. When the sunlight strikes, when the sunlight strikes, this had been a little bit harder than I expected, um, but all is going to be okay. I couldn't understand a lot of that, but I can. It it feels like um, it sounds similar to I've had a, a friend in the past who who had a stroke and then was struggling to learn to talk again. Mm. It was very similar to that. Yeah, so it was nerve um, damage in her tongue which paralysed it, so she couldn't get the, the tongue to move as you would oh, for natural no. talking. And, and as she said, she her livelihood was her music, and she was in the middle of creating a new album right. when that all had um, happened to her. So I thought, you know what? Artists, their, so- their music does change over the years and their sound does slightly change. You, yeah, you look yeah. at us as hosts as well, I'm sure as we get old, we're going to sound much more huskier. Oh, you don't want to, you don't even want to hear what I sound like <laughs> when I started. <laughs> Hi, it's Bud. How are you? I'm in a great mood today. And that's one thing that I've always <laughs> noticed with Delta is that she has got more of a boomier voice since her early days back in like 2002. Remember her Born to Try song? She. Oh, I, I had this album. Yeah. Innocent Eyes. So it's quite oh. high-pitched. But listen to her tone and listen to how her tongue rolls. Listen now, to how her tongue rolls. <laughs> now compare it to something that was back in 2016, which was Wings, before her accident. Now. She's much um, deeper there in comparison to the first one. That being said, music has changed. I mean, you could say similar about Guy. Guy Sebastian. He's like, you know, Angels brought me here. Now he's doing the, you know, he's doing other sorts of music. But I I think everyone's sort of personal journey in that that arena. You do start to change and adapt and you you, you find your sound, I think, a little Mm. bit more with your your trial and error. You can experiment more. Yeah, well, um, interestingly enough, though, you don't know that she went through that battle because she doesn't sound any more different. Her new single, Paralyzed, it sounds just like the Delta we know. Time to hear, and it may take a year. Reset the clocks again. I like it. I yeah. like it. It's very, it's, 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 I haven't heard it in any case. It's a beautiful new track, and she is an amazing, inspiring woman that has gone through a whole so, lot. So, so it was just literally, it was one of, it's just a, a botched surgery. Yeah. Right. Just an unfortunate uh, situation that right. left her paralyzed for a year, and here's her new song now, Delta Goodrum. Might as well play it, hey? Paralyzed. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christy and Budge. This is Hit. Uh, Christy, it is time for a game of little bits, and um, I've got some little bits here that I need you to hear. 
um, when I get them up on the screen here. Now, okay. with Little Bits, the game goes like this. I've got audio that uh, Christy uh, has to try and identify by the little pieces of audio that I've got. Okay, so I thought um, The Simpsons wasn't, you know, you're not a Simpsons fan, obviously, so that was too hard for you. And I thought, well, um, or go Sesame Street, because Sesame Street's quite simple and you should know that, and that was too hard for you. So I thought I'll go the simplest thing I know. I th- I'll go simple, 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 and I'm doing nursery rhymes today. Right. So, so they're, you, they're instru- you're treating me like a child right now. Absolutely. I'm yeah. such a simpleton. Right. Thanks for um, putting me down into no, that I, I category. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. You're well, happy we all with have, yourself? We, we all have to know when we're, you know, yeah. not good at a thing. Yeah. Right, so here we go. Here's number one, and it's instrumental, so there's no words. Uh, no, sir. London Bridge is falling down, falling down. Yeah, that's it. It's London Bridge is, is falling down. Yeah. yeah. All right, here's the next one. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I like your face. <laughs> You're right. But when I realise what yeah. it is, I was like, oh, I got it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, what's that one? This old man, he fell down. Dun, 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 no. Dun, dun, dun. No. No. That again? That's actually, that's, that's wrong. All right, here we go. You sound like this. Give a dog a bone. This old man kept... No. Ah, uh, wait, what? But, but, Oh, knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's the name of it called? It's not um, Farmer Joe. (laughs) Um, Play it again. Hang on. (laughs) It's not Humpty Dumpty. I got Humpty Dumpty on my mind. Knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. It's it's called This Old Man. Oh, This Old Man. I'll give you a tick. I'll give you a tick. It was close <laughs> enough. So now we know where the bar's to be set for next time, for the next time we play Little Bits. I feel like we probably should try and play this game during the school drop-off. And get kids to play it. <laughs> yeah. I dare say it might be more entertaining if you were to go up against someone else. That would be yeah, quite fun. Yeah, I'd fail. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Vodge. The Mid-North Coast's hit. I'm a loner at the dog park. I, I take Bella um, pretty much every day uh, to the Wood Street Dog Park, which is a new one. It's only recently opened where mm. you've got a full fenced area, quite a large area, but there's two of them. You've got the little dog park, mm-hmm. the little, little dogs, and then you've got the big dog park for the bigger dogs. Um, and generally what I've noticed is that it's always the little dogs that are there. You maybe when you get there, there's like a big dog sitting there, and then they leave. It's always like poor Bella. I feel like she must smell or something because every time we rock up, a big dog's leaving. It's like right, she's now left on her little lonesome. So what happens is these two dog parks, Bodge, they're divided by a fence down the middle, Mm -hmm. and they see through. So the little dogs can interact with the big dogs and talk through the fence. So are these, are these dog parts specifically for um, small dogs for one and big dogs for another? Is that Correct, like and they're some... off-leash as well, so right. they can just roam. So the idea is that um, it's a friendly little meeting ground where you can take your dog off-leash and everyone knows that they're just going to run off and play. Mm-hmm. Other people, if you're there on your own, would normally bring a ball and the dog would play with it. But my Bella, she doesn't like to catch a ball. So Which all is strange she d- because she's very, very, like she runs around a lot. She's always she very does. playful. But when she's in a setting like that where it smells a lot of other dogs, she doesn't mm. want to play. All she's worried about is running around smelling the ground. That's all she cares about. Right. And looking through the fence, so miserable that she's got no friends to play with. So what do you want? You want well, you want some friends for Bella, some, <laughs> friends, a doggy day. Well, it hit home for me yesterday when I was sitting there at lunchtime 
I waited. Normally, you only wait for five minutes and another dog will rock up and then she's, she's happy as Larry. Oh, she good. gets to play. But yesterday, I sat there for half an hour and then I had like five little dogs in the fence nearby and uh, she's looking at them just staring going, can you play with me? But no little dogs are going to jump on over and play with her because she's too big. So I just sat there going, I, also, I'm a loner. The, also, the fence is probably makes so, it I know. difficult for them to do that. But between the two of us, we're both loners sitting there uh, in need of a, a little friend. And look, she's got friends in our neighbourhood and our community that we um, play with in the afternoons, but she loves the dog park. She loves running amok there. So I did some searching on the net and there's, there's a Port Macquarie dog club, but I think they're all based about training, like obedience training. Right. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's an actual dog park community group or maybe I should start one where at lunchtime each and every day I can meet at the little Wood Street dog park and Bella can have some mates. Well, they, well I mean, I think that if you uh, if you go to a dog park and there's another dog there, right, and you just, maybe you just sit in the car and you just wait until someone rocks up and go, right, here's our, here's our chance. They get in there and they're not going to leave straight away. They've just got there and then you've got a little playmate. But and you just sit in the car and you just wait. You're just sort of like a creep. I could be waiting for hours, Bodge. Who knows yeah, what time exactly. someone's going to rock up. So 13, 12, 16, if you feel as lonely as I do when you go to the dog park, let's set something up. I would have got some violin music if I'd known. It would have been perfect. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Bodge. The Mid-North Coast's hit. Shannon and Port Macquarie's called up because apparently there is a community group. Good morning. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you. What have you got for us? So the, the Facebook page is called What's on in Port Macquarie Dog Park. What's on in Port Macquarie Dog Park? Right. About 400 people on there. So hopefully you can find Bella a little friend to play with. Right. And do you go to the Wood Street Dog Park as well? Yeah, I have a little Cocker Spaniel. So I took her yesterday. She was trying to chase a, um, an Italian Greyhound, which is pretty funny. Well, where, 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 keep up. Whereabouts is this? Is this in Port Macquarie? Yeah, so okay. um, they've just done up all the um, sporting fields there. You know yeah. where the tennis grounds are? Up um, sort of towards Aldi? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I know Over that, that It's a beautiful dog park, and, and there's what? normally quite... A lot of dogs there, but I've noticed recently in the bigger dog section, there's no big dogs around. Hang on. So, Shannon, what time were you there yesterday? Because I was there about lunchtime. Oh, probably about three in the afternoon. But there's a great walking track as well. It's about a K and a half around the whole oval. Oh, really? It's a really nice place to go. Yeah, it's lovely. Ah, see, you learn something new. I'm, I, you'd think oh. I'd know this if I go there every day, but I've clearly not uh, paid attention. Was there not? Um, uh, last time I went there, I'm pretty sure they'd ripped up all the tarmac and stuff like that around there. It's all finished. Is that watch. all done? Yeah. Oh, good. It's yeah. beautiful now. There's a nice little playground there that I've seen um, when I've taken the dog there uh, a couple of times. There's been like kids' parties and stuff, so it's an up and like you know at the up and going area. People go go there a lot, but there's a lot of great dog parts around the the mid north coast. I know that there's I think there's one opened up recently, War Hope. Yeah. Which apparently is really, really good. It's a good. decent dog park as well. So I think, um, uh, speaking to some people that I've met in the, the Port Macquarie dog park, they've said they waited for half an hour as well and no one else turned up. So mm. it looks like we need to hit up this. What, what is it? The What's On in Port Macquarie dog group? Yeah, What's On in Port Macquarie dog park. Lovely. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shannon. And maybe um, you need to bring your little poochie to come meet Bella. Uh, should we meet at uh, one thirty no, today? No, 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 don't do that. You don't want to do it because you know what will happen. You'll meet a dog that looks like a what did Doctor Harry refer to her as? Uh, a t- twenty-ton excavator that likes to dig. She is. She <laughs> digs everything. She I've doesn't never... dig the dog park though. Does, she doesn't dig no, it. She doesn't like she, it at all. She just likes to smell the dog park and play oh. with other dogs. She's actually a well-behaved dog. Oh, there we go. All right. Thank you. Around it's a, a good exercise for her. It'll make her tired. Yeah, yeah it's just true. All right. Thank you so much for. 
taking time out to call us this morning. And Christy, it looks like you found uh, your people, you yeah. found your group. So now I need to find out what time they go there so I don't look like a loner at the dog park on my own. Do you know what? You should put your time on there. Go, I'm going to be there at this time. <laughs> and then I dare say you won't see anyone there at all ever because they'll go, we're not going anywhere near Christy. Yeah, not near that 20 ton excavator nah. dog. <laughs> Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Budge, the Mid-North Coast's hit. Over the weekend, an unfortunate incident has taken place at one of our fave schools, Kempsey South Public School, and there was a lot of extensive damage and stock in the canteen that was lost, and they've been doing a a lot of uh, work to make sure that everything's sort of put back together so that they can, you know, give the kids some food, all of that. Yeah, and Um, it's devastating that the kids have had to be the victim to this sort of vandalism. It's not good. It is not good. And one of our friends uh, here uh, at the station, we've had him on before. He's a good bloke. His name's Paul Byrne. He's the principal there. He joins us this morning. Paul, look, it's been a, a few days now since the incident. How's the school going since uh, since it happened? Yeah, we're okay. Thanks for having me on. Um, you know, a little bit disappointed to, um, to have to front up, um, you know, particularly after a weekend and, and see that happen to your school, you know, um, Considering you know you put you know your your blood, sweat, and tears into the place, and I'm mm. talking about me in particular, but our staff and and our community, and and um, and for people to come in and treat it like that's pretty disappointing, to be honest. It is, and you had a special someone uh, that was looking to still feed you, your school students there uh, in the kitchen. Yeah, Tanya, she's our amazing canteen manager. She she goes above and beyond constantly, and um, you know the facilities um, haven't been what we would hope they could be. Um, you know, for her to be able to do her job as she'd like to. So um, she's managed to sort of set up camp in the school kitchen and, and still help out, you know, with providing the kids with breakfast and, of course, doing the lunches and stuff like that. So um, she's very flexible and very amazing, and we're extremely lucky to have her. You guys aren't the only ones that have copped it in the area. There's been a, another school that we've heard of in, in recent times as well. So Yeah, our great mates up the road, Melville High, um, you know, they do amazing things with the teenagers of South Kempsey and the Maclay Valley, and... Um, and, you know, they had a little bit more done to them a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh. Had some visitors over the weekend as well Gosh. who um, managed to get scared away by the, the guard that was on site. But um, perhaps they've, um, they've been spooked up there and come down the road and visited us. And it's just, for mine, it's a bit sad that, you know, the kids, whether they're 5 or 15, you know, they have to come into their school and put up with that sort of rubbish. Mm. And, you know, um, it's it's... I feel for the community because it's a it's a wonderful giving and supporting supportive community here in South Kempsey, um, and just to have three or four duffers walking around, um, you know, treating local schools like that's um, yeah, it's a bit sad. Yeah, how are the kids faring though um, with having this happen on their own school grounds? Are they are they really noticing a difference, or um, what's their thoughts? Uh, our kids are pretty resilient, you know. They they put up with a lot. They're you know the twenty twenty kids. They're putting out with COVID at the moment. <laughs> yeah, true. It's just another thing to add to the bucket, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, it, you can see it on their faces when they come into school and see things aren't as they should be. Um, that they you know some are excited, you know, because they'll see our our wonderful Kempsey police come in and visit, and they get excited to see the boys and girls in blue come in. Of course. Um, but you know, it can also be upsetting too for the little ones that don't know what's happening so Mm. um, mixed reactions but you know they're survivors and we'll get through it so you've been uh, dealing with the police obviously and um, they're doing what they can has there been any kind of uh, progress in determining 
uh, determining how it happened or who it was or whether or not there's a way to maybe help prevent it? Is there going to be maybe increased presence? Yeah, look, I know there is at Melville High at the moment, which is great, um, and we've been offered a two um, down our way just to make sure that um, you know, we keep the ground safe so the, the kids have got nice sites to, to welcome them of a morning. Um, and then any other information is going through Kempsey Police at the moment, whether mm. you know, they've, they've been given names or footage or photos or, or what have you, it's all going there. Um, you know, we had forensics out and they've been able to take a, a couple of prints and a little bit of DNA. So you never know, you might get lucky and we might be able to find out who it is and, and stop it yeah, well, um, before it becomes a little bit more serious than just breaking into canteens. And exactly. So on. Fingers crossed, though, Paul, because the kids have been through enough this year, let alone having their uh, school canteen broken into. So thank you for yeah. joining us this morning. My absolute pleasure, guys. Thanks for looking out for us and um, happy to have a chat anytime. Oh, always, mate. And hopefully next time we get you on, it's for, for a happier occasion like we've had in the past. But best of luck with everything that's going on and let's hope that uh, this is uh, the end of that kind of activity at the school. Thank you. And on behalf of our community, we appreciate the support. Thanks, guys. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge. This is Hit. One of my favourite things to look at is nice artwork. I don't always understand it. I don't always know um, if there's a hidden meaning in things. It, I'm very much of the philosophy... I don't know a lot about art, but I know what I like. Well, I, I, I very much like that. You didn't like my artwork that I did, my little rock on the Port Macquarie break wall. I loved you were it. like, I oh, loved it. it's, it's fantastic. abstract. No, yes, you... of the fires. I... Look at your little wallaby there that looks like a rat. Hold on a second. You kept saying it was abstract because you're. It's justifying kangaroo... why it looked like a piece of crap. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Honest. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, and if you haven't seen Christie's Rock on the Port Macquarie break wall, it's the one with all the flames and it says, um, what does it say? Uh, um, we, we did this together, or together we um, survived. Together, together we, we survived. survived. That's right, which is quite nice. It's got a, a kangaroo on there, but it looks like a, a rat, unfortunately. Well, you thought it was a rat, but yeah, it was about halfway along yeah. on the Port Macquarie break wall. But, but uh, moving on. Yeah, from my artwork. Well, it's, it's it's not too far from there. That's why I bring this up. So the Port Poetry Walk is what we're about to talk to, about, uh, to Lucy about, and she's on the line with us this morning. Lucy, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Now, good morning. You are doing a, the Port Poetry Walk, uh, the uh, the coastal walk. You're going to be turning in the, uh, that into what's called a literary journey. Could you explain to us exactly what's going on? Well, um, I do traditional sign writing in a fairground art style and I'm going to be painting a poem that's spread out along a series of signs that will be placed along the coastal walk for this year's art walk in October. Oh, lovely. I love the art walk. That's uh, especially because it, uh, it's at night time, Christy, all the lights and the different colours and things like that. It's such a stunning thing. And so many thing. amazing artists come together and it's nice that you're putting a bit of um, poetry. But the, the thing is you're actually letting uh, people vote for what piece of poetry will be there. That's right. So I've got three poems to choose from. Um, I've partnered with the library here in Port Macquarie. Um, so there's a vote live on their website until the end of this week. Um, there's one kind of traditional um, poem. There's one by an Indigenous writer and we've got one by a contemporary female poet to give people a bit of variety mm. to choose which poem they want to go for. Now, Lucy, do you have a particular favourite of yours? Uh, do you know what? I couldn't pick between the three, which is where the idea of the vote came about. I thought it'd be, um, it's really hard to pick something and, you know, it's going to be up there for a week. Everyone's going to see it. I thought it'd be much uh, nicer 
if the people that are going to see it get a little bit of a say in what's happening. So I'm just really excited to see uh, which one they pick. And as I say, they're all quite different. They've all got kind of some a sort of sea, sea theme uh, to go, obviously, with Port Macquarie and the Coastal Walk. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to, to see what happens. Well, it's, it's interesting because I had the same thing. I was looking at the three options. I'm like, I don't know what one. I haven't, I haven't voted yet. I haven't voted. But um, I, I, I was thinking about reading one of these. Yeah. So that's all right, Christy. So uh, so you've got Byron there. You've got Ali Cobby Eckerman, and you've got Dorothy Hewitt. Um, I'll read one, Christy. Do you want to read the next one? Yeah. And then um, we, we might. Do you want, Lucy, do you want to read the third one? Is that okay? Just so sure. we can give people an audio uh, reason, uh, you know, reason, option. We're just Yeah, never... that sounds great. All right. <clears throat> right, here's the first one. There is a pleasure in the pathless woods. Well, straight away, that says to me on the coastal walk, right, maybe there is a pleasure in the pathless woods. I'm like, hang on a second. What kind of walk is this going to be? Are you going to pull this no, palm no, no, apart? No, no, just read the whole poem. <laughs> there is a pleasure in the pathless woods. There is a rapture on the lonely shore. There is a society where none intrudes by the deep sea and music in its roar. I love not man the less, but nature more. From these, our interviews in which I steal from all I may be or have been before to mingle with the universe and feel what I can never, never, is that never? meant to be never, but without the V, what I can never express yet cannot conceal. Beautiful word. I don't know if he... I, see, he's putting an apostrophe there where the V should be. Right? Mm, yeah. Mm. So, all right, I'm going to read the love poems by Old Ali school. Cobby. Uh, there is a love in the wind by the singing rock, down the river by the ancient tree, love in kangaroo, guana, and emu, love when spirits speak, no human voice, at the sacred sight's eyes unblemished. Watch wedge-tail eagle soar over hidden water. Find the love. Now, did you say guarana, like the energy drink, you know, or did you say guana? <laughs> did I say guarana? Okay. Either would have been fine. Guana. <laughs> and uh, now, so Lucy, could you read the last one? Now, this is the shortest one. We're giving you the easiest one. I know. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, so this is The Last Peninsula by Dorothy Hewitt. In the rock pools, left behind by the tide, tentacled, webbed and finned, sea creatures float and swim. On the far horizon, where the sea foams, the albatross hangs on the wind. Now, I like that one because that one's I think rhymes it's, it's a bit better. <laughs> it, it also, it's also, um, you know, it's not one that you have to really think about as you're walking too much. It's yeah. quite easy to read. The other thing is, do we get many albatrosses around the area? Do you know? No, I don't think it really matters because it just sounds very sea worthy. I, I know they it, all do, but you know, I don't know. Maybe that's one. I'll, I'll pick that one. I'm gonna yeah, pick I, I do one. like the third one. There you go. I voted. Yeah, it's got nice imagery, I think, that one. Now, yeah. uh, the... I can imagine doing some excellent uh, tentacled uh, lettering there. So how long have you been doing this kind, of, um, this kind of artwork? Well, it's actually been a bit of a response to COVID. So ordinarily, I'm a circus performer. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, however, obviously, circuses aren't really happening at the moment. Um, so I've used my time during lockdown to uh, upskill in traditional fairground art and sign writing, uh, which is something I've always wanted to do but never had the time, that sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, so since March I started uh, sort of drawing, been drawing each night. I've got a little boy who's eight months, so in between naps and things. Um, so, yeah, so that's how it came about originally. Mm. Uh, yeah. What do you do in the circus? Well, uh 
I do uh, knife throwing and lasso and whip cracking. So oh. although I'm not from the Wild West, it's kind of the Wild West end of the circus world. All right, so hang on, let's break <gasps> this down very quickly because I know a lot of women that throw knives. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> what were the other ones? A whip cracking yeah. and lasso. Yeah, okay, wow. well, I mean, you I got lassoed in into them. the relationship yeah. I'm in and the whip gets cracked every day, so mm. you sound more or less just like every other woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is awesome. So do you do much around the mid-north coast? Do you travel a lot when uh, the, the circus is going? Yeah, so um, I'm new to the mid-north coast. My husband, who's also a circus performer, is from Port Macquarie originally, so we've oh decided to base ourselves here to, to have our little family um, but mainly, I do work all around Australia and overseas, quite a lot in the UK. You might have guessed from my accent, I'm not originally from uh, Port Macquarie. But yeah, so I actually was performing up until I was 33 weeks pregnant with my little boy. My so, gosh. Um, <laughs> so your little, so was, your little one's going to be a little circus performer, no doubt. Yeah, he's already got some, uh, some tricks, some balancing <sighs> tricks. What? Oh, balance goodness. on my hand, yeah. <laughs> This is hey, insane. Look, Lucy, this is this is well, I think we've unearthed like something more than we thought we were gonna get and it was already <laughs> pretty impressive. Look, the, the what's on page on the mnclibrary.org.au is where you need to go if you'd like to vote on the poem you'd like to see on the Port Poetry Walk. Now do you know is it gonna stay there after the uh after the event or is it does it have to go? It has to go, unfortunately. No. It can only be a temporary exhibition. So it's just for that first week in October, the 1st till the 8th for Art Walk. But then I'm hoping to do more with it. So I'm looking to local schools and community groups and organisations in the future and where we can exhibit the poem, but also potentially do some new work, partner with people that maybe want to write original poems um, or work with young people to do... Uh, you know, visualising the written word as a kind of workshop. So, yeah, I'm hoping that it will continue. Right. Lovely. Well, if you're a school and you're listening right now, you're a teacher or faculty member, get in touch with us if you would like to get in touch with Lucy and we'll put you in touch with Lucy. And um, be, be remember to go to the website, mnclibrary.org.au, the What's On page, and vote for the poem. Lucy, thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat with us this morning. We really Hello. appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lucy. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Vodge, the Mid-North Coast's hit. And it's time to shove that marshmallows is, is kind in of, me gob. It's very ASMR. Some people relax to that sort of <laughs> stuff. Now, Christy is now putting marshmallows into her mouth. Her record is eight. We're trying to get to at least nine and uh, 13, 12, 16, Christy's about to sing a song. When you think you know what song it is that she's singing, call up and have a go. Um, that looks like six, Mm-mm. eight, 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 nine. Oh, yeah, go on, go for ten. Come on. Oh, look at that. That's just frothing out your mouth. Yeah. Fucking All right, go, go for it. Go. Go. <laughs> How long can you go? The marshmallows are starting to lose their integrity and they're turning into just mush now. <laughs> oh, she's just—that <laughs> was disgusting. I feel uh, like a woman. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, don't even. Why would you do that? Hello, who we Because they there? clearly know what it is. Uh, Go again. Jamie. Jamie, what song was Christy singing? Snide time, man, I feel like a woman. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How yeah. was the rendition of it with marshmallows in the gob? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it, it's something, I don't know what it is. There's something appealing about Christy having a mouthful of food and not being able to talk. <laughs> don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it is uh, It is pretty good. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you tried to, like, talk or uh, sing a song no, while no, you've got a mouthful of food? No, I'm just a bad singer altogether, so oh. I just don't. Oh, oh, I don't there see you go. that. That's do, a, no. do, just put food in there, and then that's the reason that you sound crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Then you've got a reason. Yeah, well, what we might do, I think, Christine. Oh, are you going to play it? I think, we, yeah. I, think, I think I need to hear the original song mm. now. Is that okay? Do you mind if we play that? Yeah, that's fine. I'm a country, country music fan. Oh, oh, good, man. All right, here we good go. Stuff. Let's go, Christine. Let's go, girl. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Vodge. Apologies for Christy. I turned her microphone on a little bit prematurely and um, you had to hear her belt it out. But no doubt there'll be women across the mid-north coast and some blokes as well. That was doing the same thing. Smacking it out in the car. 8.45 on hit. Christine Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. I just want to analyse one of the the lyrics there because I I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but you know how you mishear certain things? Yeah, I always muck up the lyrics all the time. It's just one of them and I can't hear what she's saying. What's she saying? In what part? The second she, part? Or is the she first saying part? colour my hair? Yeah, colour my hair. Well, no. Well, wait, wait, she, no. If she's saying colour my hair, what, no. It, no, don't you look at me I like know that. your Stop little now, face. turning your microphone down. That's disgusting. No, I, when she says colour my hair, I don't know any guys that help colour their missus' hair. <laughs> I've never done it myself. Well, maybe the words with what it says, it's probably implying what you're thinking. Get in the action, feel the attraction, well, colour my no, hair. No, I don't think that's the thing. Do I, what I, I, I do. was like, no, there's no, no guy does that. It must be like girls helping girls out well, in the bathroom getting ready for a she thing. She wants to feel like a woman by getting her hair freshly done. Okay. So help her well, colour her hair. There we go. Uh, we're going to move on from that potentially sordid discussion. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Bye. Have a beautiful day. The Hit Breakfast Show. Hear more in the catch-up with Christian Bodge. Hit.com.au. This is Hit.